Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio, supported by Real World at reelworld.com and Eckhart's Press, the radio geek's favorite publishing company. Books by John Landacker, Bobby Scavefish, Dobie Maxwell, and Kipper McGee. Eckhart's Press. E-C-K-H-A-R-T-Z Press.com Brandwick On Demand Rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be I was just listening to the radio What, don't you ever sit there and wait for the song, Ted? <laughs> oh no, not with that look on my face, I don't This is a joke, right? What are you, from a radio station? Okay, you got me, I fell for it The first thing I listen to in the morning is the radio now your guides through the media morphosis. Noted communications second generation broadcaster and media strategist David Martin and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach Kipper McGee. Welcome to Brandwith On Demand, the only podcast committed to helping you create great radio, 15 minutes at a time. And we're fast learning that great content really demands great distribution. This time we hear from somebody who's mastered both. Dave Hobbs is a longtime radio leader specializing in spoken word formats for the past 20 plus years. For 10 of those years, he was Senior Vice President Programming for what used to be Clear Channel Broadcasting, where he oversaw 275 news, talk, and sports stations. And there he also served as in-house advisor to Premier Radio Networks, where he worked with names you know, ranging from Rush Limbaugh and Glenn Beck to Dr. Laura, Bob Costas, even the future President of the United States, yeah, Donald Trump. Hmm. Gabe also worked on the launch of the Fox Sports Radio Network and remained an advisor to that network for eight years. He's really done it all. He's been named a Top 10 Corporate Programmer by Radio Inc., also named him as one of America's Top 10 Media Consultants. His overflowing trophy case holds four R&R awards as News Talk Executive of the Year. He was also the very first recipient of the prestigious Andrew Ashwood Award presented at the talk show boot camp. He's an industry professional that's made a very positive impact on electronic media, and we're excited to have one of radio's A students join us today for Brand With On Demand. It's the one and only Gabe Hobbs. That was a very nice introduction. I appreciate that. Hey, Gabe. Glad to have you here. Hey, you've covered most of the bases that somebody can in radio. I mean, on air, PD, group VP, and now consultant to the stars, including a future president, which I won't ask you about unless you want to tell. But I do want to ask, what's one common thread between all your successes? I have uh, sayings that I'll use occasionally that I've carried with me throughout my uh, career. One of them is play the hits, um, which, you know, come, came from my very earliest days in radio as a disc jockey and, uh, and top 40 program director. And when I got my very first talk radio job, it was a surprise to me. I wasn't expecting it. Uh, I was still programming top 40 at the time. And uh, the CEO of the company was mad about uh, some ratings on our AM sister station and announced to me in my office very loudly that I was going to take on the additional duties of programming that station, which I see my career flashing before my eyes as he <laughs> says this. And I'm like, uh, okay, and so, I mean, what do I do? What do you want me to do? And he just rips his glasses off, pokes his finger in my chest, and just says, just play the hits, and walks out and slams my door. And I'm thinking, you know, it's like, hey, I didn't screw up the book on that thing. But that's, you know, that was sort of the only thing. And I'm thinking, play the hits? What does that mean? But, you know, it's a talk radio. And so 
But I, you know, I, I uh, figured it out. It was baptism by fire. You know, it's been a philosophy I've kind of stuck with ever since. Dave, you've worked with a lot of very successful people. What are the common traits of those people? I mean, what advice would you offer to someone who would eventually follow in your footsteps? You know, I think one of the things I always look for is what makes that person unique. What makes, do they have a, a signature of some sort? Is, is there some way they could be identified without them ever saying their name? Um, you know, something like that, you know, is, uh, cause look, there's, you know, hundreds of political talk show hosts, there's hundreds of podcasts about finance and thousands about, uh, you know, medical and health and fitness, all these different categories. So when someone comes, Hey, I've got a financial advice podcast. What do you think? And it's okay. Well, what makes you different? And what, what, you know, why would I, would yours be more memorable than the other 999 I can pull up right now <laughs> on iTunes? And, you know, which it's more crowded on, you know, it's actually easier on the radio to kind of stand out because there's fewer of those shows right now. It's just more difficult. It's just a limited shelf space, whereas podcasting has unlimited shelf space. But um, so I look for, you know, what is that trait? What is that? You know, it could be anything from, you know, a style or a sound uh, to a slogan to, uh, you know, anything about them. Some unique quirk, their, their um, you know, day job. What makes you different? What makes you stand out? from the hundreds and hundreds of other people who are doing exactly the same thing you are, and that's talking to people through some sort of electronic device. So say they're doing that and they've got a unique hook. Putting on your group VP hat for a second, what does it take for an aspiring talent or PD to really get on your radar? You know, to be really seriously considered for a current or future opening. You know, if they came from a music radio background, you know, they've been in radio for a long time, chances are a lot of these fundamentals are already second nature and they, they know exactly what they are. Um, and so that makes it a fairly short ramp for me as a general rule. Uh, if they're civilians, they, you know, they came from outside the broadcast industry, um, then, you know, they've got to uh, learn and embrace fundamentals. And if they refuse to do that, because, you know, look, it's like Alan Iverson said, yeah, you're talking about practice, man. Um, you, you have to know what those uh, fundamentals are. And um, I'm pretty maniacal about teaching them. <laughs> so I really, I, you know, people look at me funny, like, really, you're going to like harp on that. And it's like, hey, it's always good for me to be picking on small things than then, oh, my God, big thing. And, you know, talk shows are known, yeah, you got to learn how to tease and please, and you got to learn how to, you know, move through calls smoothly and all those kinds of things that may seem unimportant to you because it's uh, why they're listening to me. I, why they don't care about this other crap. Well, they, they, they don't care about the other crap, but somehow magically it can cause people to not listen or to listen or to listen longer or to listen more often, whatever it might be. No, you're right, Dave. As a longtime convention master, Don Anthony and you co-host the annual talk show boot camp and i've also done your share of keynotes and presentations and panels at just about every other event gabe what is one of the most important things that radio people no matter the format they're working in what can radio people be paying attention to right now well certainly um you, you know the ever-expanding uh, world of distribution and how people are consuming our products and uh, you know, I hate to even call it radio anymore because that automatically usually conjures a picture in someone's mind of someone broadcasting from a um, a radio studio through a AM or FM transmitter to a device that's probably in the dash of your car or maybe built into your surround sound receiver or whatever it might be. You know, and the fact is that's I think the last I looked about, you know, 40 to 45 percent of audio 
it's being consumed that way, which is still a, a bigger chunk than just about anything else. But um, man, is it ever uh, moving uh, in the other direction? Obviously, mobile, uh, everything's coming mobile. It's all coming through the phone. And even then, you know, okay, how's it getting through the phone? <laughs> is it your app? Is it someone else's app? Is it, uh, you know, a URL uh, going through the phone? Uh, and they've got to pay very, very close attention to the distribution. And uh, what I heard someone the other day, we used to say content is king. Someone was saying, well, if content is king, then distribution is queen, you know, and, and figuring out how that works and how new generations are embracing those distribution pipes. Um, uh, uh, as one of my bosses said, you know, create uh, great content and be agnostic about how people consume it. But, um, you know, now you have to be a marketer because if there's 300,000 podcasts out there, which that's about right, um, wow, how do you stand out? You know, to think about it, there's only a few hundred talk shows, maybe a thousand at the most on radio. If there's 300,000 podcasts. How are you going to stand out on that? And how are you going to you market yourself and distribute the product so that, you know, you might rise above that? That's a challenge. Wow, it's great to have Gabe Hobbs on board in the podcast. Hey, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate Brand with On Demand in the iTunes store. Yeah, that helps others find us. And if you have questions or ideas or even guest suggestions, just email show at brandwithondemand.com or you can sound off 802-489-7739. That's 802-489-SPEW if you're having one of those kind of weeks. Coming up, opportunities hidden in plain sight. Brandwith On Demand. Keep up with what the hottest stations are doing. Replay Radio will schedule and record any streaming radio station or show automatically. And the integrated media guide makes it easy to add a station or show with a single click. Try Replay Radio free by clicking their ad at brandwithondemand.com. Brandwith On Demand. Rebooting Radio. And we're back. Our guest today, Gabe Hobbs, one of radio's A students. What, what a sharp guy. Thinking about current traditional media operations, Gabe, what's the biggest opportunity you see hiding in plain sight? I think for spoken word, the biggest opportunity I see is to expand the tent and to develop a new genre of talk radio. And that could be anything that's not angry, white guy, political, conservative talk radio. Now, don't get me wrong, I, I get a bad rap for being, oh, Hobbs is down on conservative talk radio, thinks it sucks. Or something. No, I don't. I'd love to be the one station in any market that owns that position. However, last time I looked, there were at least three or four stations in almost every market that are trying to own that position. Only one really does. It's the one with Rush Limbaugh, let's face it. Mm-hmm. And so let's not waste these other sticks and even some FM sticks on trying to be the second or the third or, you know, even the third country or, or CHR in town. Let's develop some millennial targeted, broad based, uh, you know, entertainment based talk radio and stars and talent. Again, there's a catch 22 going on here because I've had several CEOs say they'd love to do that. but There's no syndication to support that kind of a launch and they can't afford to do five, six, seven local shows a day, 24 hours a day. The syndicators say, yeah, we'd love to develop that kind of talk radio. However, there's not enough stations doing that format to support syndication. So, okay, we're stuck in that uh, uh, chicken or egg thing. But, you know, uh, Real Radio 104 in Orlando and, uh, you know, New Jersey 101.5 um, uh, in Trenton. You know, there's there's some that have done it very, very successfully. And there's um, no and, and someone's got to be first. And that's the huge opportunity I see for both syndicators 
uh, and radio stations. Um, somebody's going to have to step out in front and be the chicken or the egg. Come on. Well, when you see something like Eric Johnson in Jersey 101.1 beating New York stations in their own book, you got to think something's wrong, don't you? Well, yeah. I mean, and they're not even trying. They actually, here's a station that brags that it's not New York, not Philadelphia in right, their legal right. ID, and yet they will, in, in demo, very often beat the stations in New York and Philly. Now, I get that a lot of those markets are in New Jersey, too, or, the, you know, the metro lies in New Jersey, but still, I've broken those numbers out before by county, and it's it's not just the Jersey counties uh, carrying that station in Philly and New York. It's uh, it, There's more to it than that. So, you, you know, so how bad is local radio if... You know, you're uh, mm-hmm. uh, for entertainment talk, at least listening to a station that brags they're not you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. Jersey proud. So. so that's news talk, Gabe. You've done basically all the formats. What opportunity do you see for non-talk stations? You can look at the world of podcasting and see what kinds of opportunities there might be from shows like Serial, perhaps. You know, music is pretty difficult, I think. And I I don't want to um, say anything bad about our musical brethren. They're they're Mm -hmm. great. It's just I think they have a much bigger challenge. And I mean, how many music podcasts have you ever seen? There's not many. And, you know, because, I mean, you really have to do something incredibly unique. Because, again, I can control my music um, in any number of ways. uh, and, And it can be easily replicated and found. Um, talk radio is not necessarily that way. I can't just go get Rush Limbaugh and start using that just because I want to, unless I tune to one of the local radio stations here or subscribe to you know the online service. Uh, spoken word is far more proprietary. So I think music has really got some challenges, but I think the one thing they've let get away from them is two things. That's personality and localism. And if they could get back to bigger than life personalities and, and focusing like a laser beam on the communities they're serving, then they can compete a lot better, in my opinion, with the national music jukebox that we have out there today. Thanks so much to Gabe Hobbs for sharing his wisdom. He is wicked smart. The extended play of this interview, including items trimmed for time, are in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. And one big reason we stay on time is thanks to exec producer Catherine Kelly Murphy at Chicago's 1604 Productions. Next time on Brand With On Demand, we welcome one of today's youngest ever rising radio network stars. Yeah, Dave made me aware of this guy. If you have not heard of Zach Sang, you'll want to next time. Yes, Zach is amazing. Well, Kipper, that's a wrap. Here's something to think about. The influence that you have. You can be the change in your market by helping others. Find out more in One Minute Martinizing. It's in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brandwith be wise. Any reuse or redistribution of Brand With On Demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. While you're at it, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us in the iTunes store or wherever you get your podcast. Your feedback helps others discover Brand With On Demand. Not your average quarter hour.